Hello and welcome to the Graham Radio Podcast. My name is Levi Weinstein and over the next five episodes, I'm going to be running a raffle. The way to enter this raffle is by sharing the post that corresponds to this episode on your story, tag three friends in the comments to the post that corresponds to this episode, and follow Graham Radio. That's all you have to do. At the end of five episodes, I'll be randomizing all of the entries and picking one person to get a $25 Amazon gift card. Every additional person that you tag is another entry. With that being said, every single person who enters this raffle will be receiving a CD. Every single person. Doesn't matter if you don't win the $25 Amazon gift card, if you share the post that corresponds to this episode, comment with three friends under the uh, in the comments to the post that corresponds to this episode, and follow Graham Radio, you will be receiving a CD. So thank you so much, and let's get into this episode. Today on the podcast, my guest is my friend Lauren Weiss. We've known each other for a very long time, since high school. We talk about... We, we get really deep into what it means to be present and kind of the goals of meditation and yoga. We tell a few fun stories, so I hope you enjoy. Cheers. Ten years of friendship. Ten years? Is this, is this our ten-year friendship anniversary? Oh, Levi, we did it. Congrats. When, when did we meet? I know in we high met school. We 11th but... grade in Erica Salmeri's classroom. Is that true? Yeah. So 11th grade, what year was that? That was 2011 to 2012. So nine years. Yes. Nine years. <laughs> nine years. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Okay. Yeah. I can hear myself. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I have to wear these the whole time. Oh, no. You can take them off whenever you want. Oh God, this shit sucks. Oh, it's so much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the headphones on or off? Oh, oh, on. Because when they're on, you're like in the conversation. It makes a difference. Okay, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you want uh, if you want to take them off, though, it's fine. Who cares? They had, like, these headphones remind me. I don't know. You remember when you took like... Remember when you took, so we have to, in like elementary school, they had like the audio bullshit that you had to do, where they'd be like, okay, the put audio these headphones bullshit. on. Yeah, you remember. You put these I headphones don't, We didn't on. go to the same elementary school. I went to elementary school in Miami Beach. They did it at every school, I think. I don't think, I don't think I ever did that in Miami Beach. <laughs> no, you definitely did. But they had these headphones that you would put on, and then they would play these loud ass noises, and you have to tell them you can hear it or not. And that's what this reminds me of. What kind of school did you go to? Did you have hearing problems when you were little? No, I went to because, Eagle Point. Okay. Because okay. uh, these West don't Nebraska. sound familiar. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, maybe the people listening to this are yelling at me right now. <laughs> Levi, why the fuck don't you remember these awesome headphones that we used when and we were in elementary school? And by people who are listening, you mean your mom and your grandma. Uh, My <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> That's funny, and it's actually true. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All of my listeners, a.k.a. like four people. Welcome to Graham Radio, where Levi interviews his Jewish friends who are living at home with their parents. Hey, 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 <laughs> hold up. Who have been the people on this podcast except your Jewish friends who live at home with their parents? Jay Figure. He is a metal vocalist in Australia. We faced or not FaceTime. we Zoomed okay. for about an hour last night. Mm-hmm. He is the fucking man. Um, he... It, like, he's in a band called The Weight of Silence, and he, we discovered that we're both 25. Our birthdays are super close to each other. Was and he also in Phytal? No, no. This is <laughs> this dude has a completely different life okay. than than a- anyone that born and you raised are, in Australia. The whole like yeah, the furthest the furthest that he's ever been from Australia is the Philippines. What if you invite him to America? Oh, he's coming. Oh, he's coming. But <laughs> he it has to be in three stays years. Stays at your house with Poda and Emmett and like the whole gang. Well, hey, ho- hopefully, <laughs> hopefully by the time he comes to America, I'll have my own place. You know. Okay, so he's gonna come to downtown Fort Lauderdale, hang out in Flagler Village. You're gonna take him to Rhythm and Vine and. 
He'll know what it's like to be a Jewish attorney. I'm not going to take him to fucking Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Florida. No, no, no. If that guy comes, <laughs> or excuse me, when Jay mm-hmm. Fig comes to America, he is. I'm going to take him to a basketball game because he. That, that was the main thing that he said, Levi. It, when I come to America, you're taking me to a basketball game, and I said I am down. You know what? That I, so I have two, or I have a few uh, pretty close foreign friends mm-hmm. um one of them is jay fig right. and the other one is tim who i played water polo with in your stepdad no no, no. tim well <laughs> tim i love tim right. yeah tim right, right, is right, my right, right, right. boy uh but this other dude tim who uh we played water polo together when i was a freshman and he mm-hmm. was a junior he's a he was a foreign exchange student from germany and when he at cypress bay at yeah at cyprus yeah he was two years older than us it's oh, not surprising okay. if you don't remember him I'm going to burp into this mic the whole time. Please do. Okay. So uh, he came, he comes down to America every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And the last time he came, he was like, Levi, take me to a basketball game. So it's totally a foreigner thing to want to come to a basketball game in America. Like, it's a it's big deal for That's only an them. American sport, though. Or no, it's not. But like it's not really that popular. It's really else. only an American sport. It's like, like football's actually only American. But then basketball is like everyone else plays it, but they suck. Yes. So there's no point. Yeah, that's no why we bullshit. win Olympics right. every year. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, so it's a and P, uh, so Tim, gigantic Heat fan. <laughs> J Fig, gigantic Clippers fan. He told me that one of his Clippers? dreams. Clippers? Why? Um, what what he want? He wants to eventually. Um, or he, previously he wanted to move to L.A. Okay. But now since coronavirus hit, and also L.A. is Wait, just not the really. Wait, are Clippers? That, is that the team that Mark Cuban owns? Um, Mark Cuban, I don't believe so. What does he um, own? You're all, you're asking the wrong person. I'm not a big sports guy. Okay, I'm pretty sure he owns the <laughs> Mavericks because um mm. yeah the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Yeah yeah okay. he he owns the Dallas Mavericks. He you know uh, when I was a counselor at Camp Blue Star, one of the not one of my kids but one of the kids who was in the group um that I was a counselor for was Mark Cuban's nephew. Shut up. Did you know that Fat Joe's son went to Cypress Bay? Oh, with I knew us? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish that. <laughs> when people I, ask like, me the most say, famous person, I know that's who I say. You, you know, you know that I met. Well, I, you know, I've oh, I've never told this story except for to like a few people, and this mm-hmm. is uh, so. So you're still telling it to a I few met, people right now. I, well, I'm, I've just never <laughs> like I recently concluded this okay. story mm-hmm. in my own mind. Mm-hmm. So I met XXS Tentacion. Mm-hmm. I met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was before he was famous. It was before I knew anything about XXX. It was before all of that shit. And I only realized. Were you hanging out in Pompano? No, I only realized that I met him long after. Uh, I think maybe like after he died, I realized that I met him. And Damn. this is what happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. I w- I was in college. I think it was my early days in college, maybe freshman year. I was home uh, for the weekend or home for some reason. I'm at Weston Regional Basketball Court, which is a basketball court in Weston, and I am the only one there. It's literally just me, and and I'm by myself, and I see someone else on the court, and it's this little teeny tiny black guy. He's tiny? Oh, I mean, yeah. He's this, I mean, the guy that I saw, and listen- it might not have been him, but I'm so <laughs> but sure that Poppin- it was him. So why would he be at he's, Western Region? You know, he went to Falcon Cove. No, fucking got, way. There's no he, shot. Yes, he got kicked out of multiple schools, including Falcon. Like, and he's also not. He, I think he's he's mainly from Plantation. Like when people ask him where he's from, I it's live plantation. plantation. Well, there you go. Wow. Yeah. So, um, he. I'm on the basketball court. Okay. And I see this little black guy, and okay. I want to play one on one with someone. Mm-hmm. So I go up to him, and I'm like. Uh, or, sorry. You're like, uh, I can take him, he's small. I'm, right. right. <laughs> I walk up to him, and as I'm walking up to him, 
I see tattoos. I see a lot of tattoos on a very, very small, younger looking person. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I walk up to him and I say, hey, what's up, man? Do you want to play one-on-one? He immediately says no. (laughs) It's like, okay, that's fine. And like, I'm now Mm -hmm. face to face with this dude, ripped, like abs, small, zero body fat, but absolutely ripped. Okay. And on his chest, there was a big tattoo and I don't remember what it said. XXX has a big tattoo on his chest that says Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. He also had a tattoo on his tricep, I think. The I kid or? The kid. The kid. Okay. And I asked him, like, wow, that's a lot of tattoos. Like, how old are you? And he said that, I think he might have said he was, like, 14 or mm-hmm. something. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember. X is younger than us. Yeah. Like, significantly. Like a giant chest piece at 14. Yeah, exactly. Gnarly. So I asked him, like, wow, how'd you get that? He said something about his mom. And then I think he said something else about his mom. And in every single interview that you'll ever watch with X, like, half of the interview is about his mom. He always talks about his mom. Like Cleopatra. He likes her. He doesn't like her. They have a very sordid past. I okay. think... The mm-hmm. way that he describes his mom is she is the female version of me, okay. which I mean, I don't really exactly know what that means, but I mean, in the, in, in the interviews that I've watched with him, X is a very savage human being. Mm-hmm. So that was it. I, I, I was like, okay, cool. And then this might just be false memories here, but I remember he like dunked. Like, and I wasn't expecting it because he There's was no so short. There's no way he was dunking short. at 14. Uh, no, uh, whoa, whoa. He was little. People Maybe dunk I'm like, at 14. You know when like, you played in bag- like, basketball in your backyard with your friends? Yeah. And you would lower the basketball hoop to like four feet and then you would dunk? Were you playing like that? Or, no. Like, on a it was real? at Western Regional on full-size okay. 10-foot rims. And okay. I remember, I mean, maybe he didn't dunk. I don't know. <laughs> but looking back on it, I if I had to put a percentage on how on whether or not it was actually him, I would say... Without exaggerating, 78%. Okay. That's how sure I am that that mm-hmm. was him, which is like a high C. That's pa- I got That was most of my grades in high school, you know? And I'm doing fine now. So right, right. there you go. Okay, so now when people ask me who's the most famous person you know, I'm going to say my friend Levi <laughs> played basketball with XXX. There it goes. And yeah. one time I met CJ from Real World. He was on some season and he had curly hair and I was at Warp Tour and I was in like a PacSun t-shirt and skinny jeans and Vans and someone's like, which is basically still my aesthetic. Nice. <laughs> well, then, hold up. I disagree with that. I'm seeing a lot different than skinny what? jeans and I mean, leggings, like, which are like skinny athletic. Yeah. Wear, but I mean, give me a break t-shirt here. With holes in it nah, and nah. You're hippied Vans. out. Don't give me anything. Go, don't give me your warp tour <laughs> shit. Now nah, you're, you're hippied out <laughs> for no, sure. It's Levi, awesome. Way back when, it, no, you're right. It's a different aesthetic. Now all my pants are still flowy and bullshit, but I'm still in Vans. Like it's an it's paying homage to who I originally was. I approve. Like, keep it. Hardcore. And they're gross. Okay, you know they I, have to I, be gross, or I you can't like, wear them. Uh, you know rule. I never had slip-on Vans. I was I was more of a Levi. Vans you had guy. these like deep maroon shoes you wore in high school that I remember <laughs> so vividly. I could like oh if I was God. artistic, I could draw them on a piece of paper. And then one time, my first like ever realization i'm like this kid's a fucking weirdo <laughs> you were you walk into school one day and you're stunting in like a full-on like adidas you mean that suit. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and tell everyone what just happened lauren um <laughs> levi was trying to gesture at something while using his white claw and spilled all over his pants but oh, he's trying his best and we forgive him <laughs> yeah but what i was gesturing at mm-hmm. was the uh Adidas tracksuit that's right over there. Okay, so you still have it, which just goes to show you're still a fucking weirdo. I also but- have the matching shoes. <laughs> right here. Right here. 
But Levi, I walk in and like you're sitting in Sal's class who we just like ragged on you. There they are. There yeah. they are. These are the exact yeah, shoes here, I remember. I'll put, on, I'll put the shoes on Twitter. Please, please. Everyone needs to know what these shoes are like. And they're still just as gnarly. Wait, show the Adidas. Show the Adidas. Where is it? No, like just show the side of the shoe. Oh. There you go. Gangster. <laughs> nice. Oh I, I, I yeah, now there's going to be cockroaches in my room because I spilled White Claw. Nah. Yes. No awesome. You'll get ants. Sugar ants. But they're friendly. Oh Don't kill them. them. They're just passing through. They're not here to stay. I'll just disinfect my whole room. No. Let them live. No. They're little friends. Levi, get your Pocahontas on. Let them in. Let get them settle. Po- get my Pocahontas <laughs> on, says the, the chick who says that she's not a hippie. Give me a Wait, break. Wait, but Levi, you walk into Sal Mary's class, and you're straight up wearing this tracksuit. Looking like a G. Like a G. Looking like but, the coolest kid you've ever met. But Tolle walks in and just sits down and doesn't say anything about it. And in that moment, I was like, he's not even going to comment. This isn't even a joke. Like, it's not for, a, it's not satire. It's not irony. This kid just straight up loves his tracksuit. And I knew we were going to be friends. I do. Yeah, if you go back into my uh, Facebook uh, profile pictures, one of my uh, pro- one of the profile pictures that I have is me in that tracksuit in Miss Human's class for AP Psychology. Miss Human, <gasps> dude, who was that teacher that worked at our school and she was a full-on stripper? A full-on stripper. She was. I'm pretty sure she was a psych teacher, and then I found out later she is, or she does like stripping as a a side hobby. Which why make it a side hobby when you can make so much money as a career versus teaching? But she was a stripper, and she was like everyone. Miss Wells. Miss Wells. I was gonna say, is that who you're when talking that shit about? Hits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I partied with her at, <laughs> no. uh, at FSU once. Yeah. Did she, she go to FSU? She was a TA at FSU for a while, and. Um, Sean Freifeld and Daniel Giraldo visited me once. Daniel Giraldo. Yeah, the homie. The smartest human being I've ever met in my entire That's life. That's a fact. That's such a fact. <laughs> yeah. Also, just like one of the most down-to-earth people ever. Where'd you um, go to school? Yale. Of course he did. Yeah. What do you because expect? Because Harvard would be too pretentious. He didn't know? get into Harvard. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. <laughs> like, damn, kid. I'm basically at Florida State. Who goes there? Uh, Florida State still lives at home. Ha <laughs> ha, Geraldo, you didn't you didn't get into Harvard, <laughs> loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Now my legs all sticky. Awesome. Mm. Cool. I am lightly sweating in this room. So. Are you lightly sweating? I'm lightly sweating. Okay. Um. There is my room is just gen. It's all. It's the armpit of the house. It's pretty fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Um. But I can open the door and that'll make the no, AC go fine. through. Nah, I'll survive. Nah, nah. If you're sweating, I'm adjusting. Let me help you out here. It's because there's a sun ray just yeah. beaming down on me right now, which is maybe the universe trying to tell me something. Like, don't wear so much black. That might do it. Oh, you look good. <laughs> much appreciated. Hello, Dead Air on Gram Radio. We're going to have a meditation minute until Levi gets back. <laughs> well, I'm back. <laughs> what I miss? Nothing. No, nah, you were just whispering. Yeah, I was. I was doing an ASMR moment. So I said, hello, Dead Air on Graham Radio. We're going to do a meditation minute. And then you got back real quick. You should do, honestly, on this podcast, I tell everyone who ever has had a podcast ever, you should do a meditation minute at the end where, like, you just have somebody. Let's do one right now. Right now? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. I have to think. This is, like, pressure. But I'm learning this in my yoga teacher training, so we're going to try it. Okay. Put your feet firmly on the ground to ground yourself. Okay, you can have your hands placed on your knee, open to the sky to receive, or down for grounding, okay? <laughs> close your eyes, or if you're uncomfortable with closing your eyes, you can just look down, get comfortable, loosen up your shoulders, maybe roll your neck around a couple times. Take a deep inhale in. Hold it at the top. And exhale, let it all go. One more time, deep inhale in. Hold it at the top. Let it all go. 
and then enjoy the rest of the podcast because this really won't be common. <laughs> Are you into it? Do you feel grounded? Do you feel here and nice. present? I feel very present. You can do it for way longer. Like we do it at the start of every yoga teacher training. It's pretty dope. Speaking of being present. Mm-hmm. So before we, uh, while we were texting about doing this podcast, yes. you said that you had a few questions for me. Yeah. And I asked you not to send me all of the questions, mm-hmm. but to send me one of the questions. Mm-hmm. And the one question that you sent me was, what is the 15 seconds in your life that you can, if you could, you could relive? It was minutes. And seconds oh, too. oh, okay. Okay. Either uh, one. Okay, it might have been minutes, and it still applies. It okay. still applies here. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about that a lot because I feel like if you're going to send me a question like that, I should, and I have time to answer it, then I should have like a real, like not just like silly answer to it. So my answer to that question is the 15 minutes after, af- not after I got initiated into my fraternity, but the 15 minutes right after, or really 15 seconds or whatever, after pledging ended. And in that 15, let's call it seconds. I like seconds. In that 15 seconds, it was like, so the way that pledging ended for us was they they called us all into a room and they had us um, say the creed. And at the end of the creed, there's a certain part of it where you say um, and uh, that I am a fraternity man or something. But during pledging, they would never let you say that. They would always cut you off at the end of it. But now they were saying, say it, say it again, say it again. And like, I'm a fraternity man, I'm a fraternity man. And then like at some point there was like a moment where champagne bottles, ah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going nuts and just like, I was crying. Like I was legitimately like in, I was actually, like I've only cried. Do frat bros cry? Of, uh, I mean, I cry. I cry, I cry of happiness. Um, I was like, cause it was such a difficult semester for like multiple reasons. And I th- when I was thinking about this, I was thinking Were you going like, a breakup that semester. Th- that semester or was that pre was that prior. Um, that was uh, that was post. That was like the the break the breakup was like before that. Okay, but like whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it was just a really really hard semester because dealing with time management and like being with and like with these guys. And as soon as I as soon as pledging ended, it was like yes, like this feels so good. I was I was like legitimately in tears. And I was thinking, why, why is that my 15 seconds? And it's because in that moment and only in a few other moments in my life have I truly been that present where I'm not thinking about anything else. The only thing that I'm thinking about is I'm not even thinking. I'm just happy at, like, with, how, with where I am right now. And the, the only other time that I can think where I've truly been present and I've only realized how present I was after was at um, when I saw Dead and Company at Bonnaroo (laughs) in 2016. It was uh, the second set. It was like, it was just so like, like the only word that I can describe it as is ego death where I just like, it's not, it's not that I'm not thinking about anything else. It's that I'm just being. And that 15 seconds was uh, right after I got, um, right after I got, uh, or sorry, right after pledging ended, was like, it was just such a state of euphoria, but that euphoria, is, that's like, the like euphoria is the leaves that stem from just like the tree that is being present, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just so absolutely in the moment, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, moments like that are just like, I mean, it's important, and it, like you wanna, 
throughout your life. Just find that as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And in your profession, like whatever profession you choose to do, I mean, it's a goal to be able to find that presentness in whatever profession you choose. Like people say in every profession, in every profession, I love helping people. Right. Well, what is it about that specific profession that when you help someone makes you more present? Yeah. And a, more to the point, what is it in that profession that makes you so happy? So when I got, when pledging ended, mm -hmm. I was in the moment, I was truly present and looking back on it, it was one of the best feelings that I've ever had. That is the actual art of being present though, because there's this whole like assumption that whenever you're like, okay, I'm present right now. Like this is me being present. Those are the moments you're actually not present because you're already thinking about something else. You're already thinking about the act of being here. Like, look at me. I'm so, I'm so awakened. I can see things. But the moment where you don't even notice that you're present, but you're just being in that exact moment. Those are the ones that are the most important. And like, you know, life, which like the whole goal of life is to, is to get yourself there. Like all you want to do is work to be able to like notice that you're present without noticing that you're present, if that makes sense. You know, it makes, a, it makes a ton of sense. And it's not some, it's not a switch that you can turn on and off. It's a muscle. And yeah, go ahead. You can move the microphone. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, just <laughs> cool. get, get comfy. Is this? Um, can you hear me? Just a fist away from the microphone. What, whatever that is for you. Okay, is this a fist? Yes. Seems like a fist. Your money. Sick. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. So being present mm -hmm. is not a switch that you can turn on and off no. unless you have that muscle. Be, uh, that, and that's it's what, a hard muscle. To it's find. a very hard muscle to find, but it's it takes a most people like a lifetime. Yeah, it's it's a it. That's what Buddhism is. That's yeah. why. That's why people go that's to. That's the practice of yoga. That's like that's it. It's the act of like everyone assumes yoga is this thing where you can throw your leg in the air and like do dope ass poses and like it's so much more than just like the asanas, which are the poses. It's like you could never do a pose in your life, and you're embodying yoga way more than I am because I'm doing all these poses. But it makes no difference because I'm thinking about tomorrow's checklist. I'm thinking about is my boyfriend mad at me? Is my best friend mad at me? Is my mom gonna? pick up this grocery that I asked her to get, you know? So the act of yoga is like dropping in constantly and like remaining in that like little zone, basically, mm -hmm. which is like sick. So something that I do a lot because it's not just, so, like, you're right. You could do all the yoga in the world, but someone who, you might be less present than someone who has never even heard of yoga to <laughs> go to, to go to an extreme Yeah, because that person is just so into whatever that person's doing. Those people like normally don't really even find yoga to people who are so like out of freaking sorts who can't get their shit together, who end up in a yoga studio because they're like, they don't even realize it, but they're desperately seeking that drop in moment. But it's so hard for them to find because like, anxiety's a bitch or you know life happens and it's a lot of personality trait too traumas in the past but it's so funny because there's a high chance if you're in a yoga studio and you're in a yoga class with me we are way less present than the people walking on the street sniffing the flowers just facts let me ask you something mm -hmm. um one thing that i've tried to stop doing so much is when i go on a walk or a run or whatever i try to not listen to music or not listen to a podcast because what about when you drive when I well that's a good one mm -hmm. that that's also a very, very good one and I'm sure you see where I'm going with this mm -hmm. where like if I, sure when I'm running and I'm listening to like an awesome like techno set it makes right. running easier but I'm not really focused on the running but also like the fact that that music is taking me out of running it's just making me focus on the music 
So I'm focusing on one singular thing, which mm-hmm. is making me be present in that, mm-hmm. which is making me be better at what I'm doing. But you're not really, you're not even present in that other thing because if you wanted to be present in music, you would come into your room, you'd lay down in your bed, you'd turn all the lights off, take away, it's like total sensory deprivation except for the enjoyment of this exact song playing. So the the ability to avoid being present is, is putting music on when you're running. Because if you were just running and just focusing on like, the action because running is active meditation yoga is active meditation it's all active meditation so by adding like a stimulant to the activity you're taking away the present so yes like you think i'm being present in the music and like i'm tuning in and like everything's great but that that itself is a distraction there's like a term i wish i could think of it i learned in a teacher training and it's like the illusion and the illusion of being present yeah it's like it's the illusions in life that keep you from ever dropping in because it, it, it's like one part is like your ego. The other part is like you think you have like this massive. I'm like not really a religious person, but I definitely have like a spiritual um, like in the last like two years had like a spiritual awakening, which like just scratching the surface, like not even there yet. But the act of thinking like I'm in touch with like this is like my God speaking to me. This is my higher power speaking to me. Like you're already that's an illusion because if they were really speaking to you, you wouldn't even have to you wouldn't even be like acknowledging it you know what i mean i do know what you mean but sometimes it's not easy <laughs> sometimes it's, it's not, not easy it's like to not acknowledge thing you'll ever it, do in your life. so um i want to go back to like this running thing mm-hmm. so um i actually call you, you know gmo from cyprus um mm. G- galerma apollonio was he like into acting yes yeah um so gmo has this monday um like live thing that he does with his buddy okay and it's awesome it's all about mindset and I called him the other day and talked to him about presentness. Mm-hmm. So when, and this is what I told him. And it's kind of the same thing that I just said, but I just want to like, so the main thing that I was saying to him is that you can sort of use presentness as a tool. When I run, I listen to the Grateful Dead. Like, or at least in college, mm-hmm. when I was very, very into the Grateful Dead and very, very into running, I would only listen to the Grateful Dead. Okay. And How I would- How far were you running? Um... Anywhere between, I had a I had a loop that was about three and a half miles. Have you ever run more than that? Yeah, I did a half marathon last year. Okay, so you know that that feeling when like you're nine miles deep, right? Yeah, and that's like basically every single fiber of your being hurts. Because I ran a half marathon like two years ago. I think. Nice. Yeah, super sick. I did it in Key West. It was hot and it rained, and then the water was basically boiling off. Yeah, the, you know, oh Florida shit. So that feeling at like nine miles, where like you don't even want to listen to music, like you don't, you do, you just want to like do the action of running like your brain has no more thoughts that is being present and like yes you're miserable but that's more present than the first two miles Mm -hmm. or the first three miles you know yeah absolutely a (laughs) hundred percent and in that ninth mile it's like i never really got to that point where i didn't want to listen to music because i had always used uh it was it's all it's always either been me listening to the Grateful Dead or me listening to techno sets or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in college, mainly Grateful Dead. Because okay. I would just I would throw on a concert and just I, I purposely wouldn't look at what songs were going to come up. Okay. I loved it. And I used that as a tool. Now, what you said before is like, that's a distraction. Yeah. Which, it, I mean, I totally understand that. It's an that. illusion. It's all an so illusion. It's the, so it's the illusion of being... Mm-hmm. So this whole time, I've actually thought that that is more like a like using presentness as a tool. But I guess when you think of presentness as a tool, then it, you're abusing a, an, a th- something that could be awesome. Yeah. Think about how you felt in that Phytal moment. Were you actively noticing you were present? Or did you notice after the fact, you're like, holy shit, I was present there. 
Wow. Yeah. And when I'm running, well, hold up. Well, when I'm <laughs> when I'm running, I'm not yeah. thinking, oh my god, this is awesome. How present I'm being right. listening to the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like. Bertha, don't you come around here anymore? <laughs> like I'm just thinking that, yeah. you know. Right. So, like, but are you thinking about like, are you thinking like, if the minute you think about a checklist you have, or the minute you check your phone to see how many miles you run, you're already out. It's oh, hundred percent. It's done. Hundred percent. Right. But I'm not doing that, so I'm using presentness as a tool. Right. But is I mean, is that bad? No, to, to I mean, use presentness as a tool. No, that's that's how you should use presentness. The whole act of like being present is just a matter of like making sure you're actually living your life with intention so if you're intentionally running then that's being present you know if the people who lead their life where they spend every moment intentionally being where they're at like intentionally being present it is it is a tool and it's 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 a muscle you have to flex it's an art form that you have to learn because you're not you're born with it and then you lose it because society basically trains you to get rid of it that's like the whole society's like a total total social construct it's bullshit like don't play into it but (laughs) just like time time doesn't exist time is a construct sexuality is a construct it's all a construct it's all an illusion (laughs) i mean it is you're trained but you know you attach sexuality to like gender identification and that's a social construct because just because you're a straight man doesn't mean you have to enjoy like football and woodworking and just i agree to that because (laughs) I, I mean, I could sit down and watch a football Levi, game. Levi, you have a like, feminine energy. You just do. You have a feminine energy about you, I'm telling you. And that is why. And, like, I, as a woman, like, I am a heterosexual woman, but I have a masculine energy. And, like, that's totally fine. But What do you mean by, uh, like, because I'm not saying that I disagree with you. Like, listen, let me let me be the first to tell you. <laughs> I could watch a football game, but I don't give a fuck about, like, sports or anything. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, 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 don't, of- I don't really know if I agree with you when you say that I have a feminine you energy. Do. Do you, like, do you feel offended by me saying that you have a feminine energy? Because I'm just the conf- act of I'm feeling just a little bit confused is because you're playing it. into social construct. That in itself hmm. is playing into social construct. Because okay. you've been told since you were a little kid, anything because associated that, that's with just feminism... Like, it's, it's almost like an offensive thing to say, but I can understand why you're saying that so it's not an offensive thing. you see it as offensive, thing. and I see it as the kindest thing I could say to you, because I'm okay. like, Levi understands. Okay, th- uh, you know what? You're, you're understanding let, of both Lauren, genders, let, let me just know? Let me just shut the fuck up, and I want you to explain what you just said. Okay, I'm going to adjust my seat for a moment, because Do all the adjusting you have to do. please hold Okay. So, Do you want another white claw? Are you good? Yes, please. I would like. I'm gonna kill this one in like two seconds. Alright. And the more I drink, the more I can get into like my weird ass hippie shit. <laughs> Welcome to my lair. I like it. Um. So basically, when I say that I have a masculine energy, I tend to like you know, I'm maybe. Like there's just things that like you would constitute something that like a man would do in society, and everyone's like, oh that's like a man's job you know what I mean so like I majored in accounting because I wanted to have a big career that has since not worked out but originally like I've always wanted to be, I'm like really ambitious like I go big I want to be a provider like I sorry this fucking fist thing <laughs> just bring the it. microphone up yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just I move too much Levi so, I, 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 okay, I'm sorry to fine. bring you out of what you were saying no it's yeah, fine yeah. totally cool present um exactly. so Basically, like, I do things that might be constitute, like, people might constitute in society as being, like, masculine. You know what I mean? And it makes people uncomfortable. So Like what? I like, like, you know, like, I enjoy woodworking. I can... And do you yeah. I, I did not Bro, know this. i built a chicken coop and it was dope as that's hell that's cool we gave up pictures of it on twitter because the world should know i'm good at woodworking okay the pictures <laughs> of her chicken coop will be on twitter yeah they must um i'll get a good one it had hardwood floors i used reclaimed wood damn it was super badass i was just raised by a dad who was like i'm not gonna have quote-unquote wussy ass daughters okay. which 
the act of being wussy once again it's it's a social construct you know what i mean like it's all bullshit yes, because everyone has their talents like if you try to teach you know that old saying like if you teach a if you ask a fish to climb a tree it's gonna think it's stupid its whole life or it's gonna think whatever yes, that yes. crap yeah so i just do things that might be like seen as a little bit more masculine like i'm not as in touch with my emotions as some of my other friends are i i mean like now later in life and like with a lot of therapy i've gotten there mm-hmm. <laughs> like it wasn't something that comes naturally to me so that's me having like more of a masculine energy like i'm gonna do things that might based on society be something that like men are expected to do you on the other hand you have a feminine energy you're not you don't use like that toxic masculine energy where you go in a bar and you want to fight everybody you know like you're you're a peaceful person you listen to the grateful dead which is like very soothing and calm and like i disagree with that the grateful (laughs) dead is the greatest american rock and roll band of all time yes absolutely but the grateful dead is like something that speaks to you and it's like it's an art form you know loving music is art you produce music it's art and something seen as artistic is generally seen as a feminine action so by saying you have a feminine energy i'm saying oh okay i see what you're saying you're also very much in touch with and i think like maybe other people will disagree with me I'm sorry to other women out there. I can't speak on behalf of all of us. But as a woman, I have an easier time relating to you than some other men that I know. Just as a, a matter of fact. But what I'm trying to say is, like, you being insulted by feminine energy is exactly what I'm talking about with society placing these gender roles on us. And it's, like, all being, like, a total social construct. Well, let me ask you something. I think that by you saying that you have a masculine energy and me having a feminine energy, you're kind of playing into that social contract. No, but that's the whole thing. We're going, you have to go again. Like you recognize it and you appreciate it, but you're not going to let it define you. Cause I'm still a woman and I still have, I have plenty of things that are like more of like a fem. And I also, you know, there's the feminine and masculine. I think people assign like good and bad. It's the same sort of thing. It's not so much a black and white. It's, it's like a sliding scale. So, you might be compared to there's men who are hyper masculine, you know, and then there are men who are a little bit less masculine and lean a little bit more towards a feminine side. Do and you think that the men that. who are hyper masculine are terrifying? Are are over over? Well, maybe not terrifying, but like overcompensating for like how they actually feel about certain things. Oh, plenty of times. Yeah, a ton. Yeah, I mean, I think like I think once again we're told that as men you're not supposed to have feelings. You're supposed to provide for a family, which is bullshit. To, total bullshit. Yeah. And so by being there's been I don't know if you ever watch documentaries or if you're ever like listening to interviews of men who used to play in the NFL who later on came out as they were like I was gay the whole time but I played into this hyper masculine role because I was trying so desperately. Do you know who Aaron Hernandez is? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, dude. I watched the documentaries, listening to the podcast. Like that story is like a prime time example of someone yeah. being told constantly if you're like being gay is bad, being feminine is bad, anything related to being a woman is bad. Which is such horseshit because if he would have been able, if he was able to embrace his feminine energy, maybe none of it would have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like the drug abuse probably wouldn't have happened because he'd be happier because he wasn't hiding who he is. You know, like we're we're told every single day, like fit into this little monkey suit when it doesn't fit. It's not gonna fit any of us because that's what makes other people comfortable. But it's gonna make anyone comfortable because we're all uncomfortable and we're all miserable. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I understand. I yeah. see. I I do see what you're saying with like how you uh, consider yourself, like, you, like, you don't consider yourself masculine. I don't consider myself feminine. But, like, no. you see how, like, there's qualities that people expect other people to fall yeah. into mm-hmm. that, like, we don't necessarily fall fall into. But, like, the fact that we don't fall into them means that we should dive deep into exactly who we are. A thousand percent. Whoever you are, mm-hmm. just dive absolutely head, head first into the deepest end of <laughs> who the fuck you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I don't really fuck with like football or like sports or anything. Well, that's but, fine. But you know you what? I, force yourself. You know what I do fuck it. with heavy though? Playing sports. Yeah. P- put me in a fucking. <laughs> give me some basketball shorts. Let's play some basketball. I'll cross you the fuck up. Like we got the turkey bowl coming up. Shout out to Zach Horowitz and Jeremy Taché. <laughs> I'll see you guys at Vista View Park in uh, in November. I'll see you too, Jared Trinkler. Motherfucker. Names I um, know vaguely because we all went to the same school. Yeah, I know. It's like really difficult for me to assign a face to the name, but like I don't what? Wait, you don't know Zach Gerowitz or Jeremy Tache? You I know mean, those I guys. Probably, I probably haven't. I know Jeremy Tache. Like I can see, but Jared Trinkler. I, it's just like the names. It's, so it's been it's been so long that like yeah. attaching a face to the name. Like I can, Jared Trinkler is blonde. Zach Gerowitz has brown hair. Like I can tell you those things, but like it's memory is fading man it's fucking no it is it is it is so i wrote something down that i wanted to i i I didn't want to interrupt your flow with (laughs) oh my god levi i also really appreciate because i'm like a really sporadic speaker and i'm just gonna say a bunch of bullshit so i love when you come in and you're like all right to round out what lauren just said in a human being sentence here is like let's recap gently yeah nice yeah, I mean, hey, that's uh, that's the podcast job, you know, man- manage conversations. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was actually talking to Jeremy Tache a few, mm-hmm. uh, maybe yesterday or two days ago, about podcasting. Cause I did Does he a, have a podcast? Um, yeah, Swings and Mishes. Check it out if you fuck with sports. You mishes? Fuck with, yeah, like uh, Mish oh, like is... Oh, but... Yeah, Swings and Misses, but Mish. And Mish comes from... Uh, uh, you know what? Hit up Jeremy Taché if you want to know what, what that means. What a play on words. I have yeah. no idea what the fuck that means. I, but I, if I, knew, I, I honestly don't know like, exactly wow, what Mish is so either. so funny. But yeah. Mi- mi- yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I have no idea what that is. For like but, the inside crowd, it makes sense for the rest of us. It's like an inside joke with all of his listeners. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, and one of the things that Jeremy and I talked about was how when someone is in the middle of a story and you have something to say that adds to the story... Just shut the fuck up and write it down. Because if you say it now, you're gonna derail the story and you're mm-hmm. gonna take all of the energy out of the story. Mm-hmm. So what I'm I wrote, being present. you mentioned therapy, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to say that therapy, society gives it such a bad rap. Yeah, society thinks that you need to have a problem to go to therapy, mm-hmm. which is such utter bullshit. Oh, it's complete Ther- crap. Therapy. This is a form of therapy. <laughs> Yeah. Like, this is fucking mm-hmm. awesome, you know? Well, you're engaging in therapy all the time, even if you don't know it. But what it do you might mean? just. So, for example, there's there's different forms of like. of healing the wounds that you have, and there's and it's not always productive. So, smoking weed, it's like. that's, that's a coping mechanism. Um, retail therapy, that's a coping mechanism. For me, it's talking to my therapist. Shout out to Felice Kessler. She's literally the greatest woman you could Shout ever Shout out go to, to Felice Kessler. <laughs> If you are actively looking for a therapist who's super dope, down to earth, amazing, can get in touch with your spiritual side, go to Felice. She's the greatest woman on the planet. But since I started speaking to her, I have let go of a lot of my coping mechanisms that are maybe not great for me. For example, I love when I'm having a bad day, I will online shop my ass off because it is too fucking easy. Right. They put it in front of you like, hurry right now, Lauren Weiss. Like, if you don't get in here and buy this fucking tube top, your whole goddamn world is going to end. And I'm like, if I don't get this fucking tube top right now, uh, they're my right. Whole goddamn <laughs> world is going to fucking yeah. end. It's amazing. Um, so as opposed to buying that goddamn tube top now, I just call Felice and I'm like, yo, I want to buy this tube top because I'm like having a shitload of anxiety about X, Y, Z. And she's like, it's all an illusion, Lauren. Chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then I can go to sleep that night and like not worry. So yeah. <laughs> For real, I, I mean, I forgot where I was going with this, but 
Just how you're, awesome therapy is yeah, and how but like, it, it gets a bad rap in society. Yeah, but you're coping and you don't even realize it. So just coping in a correct manner that's not going to lead you down like some twisted rabbit hole is so healthy. If you haven't been to therapy, Levi, please go. Oh, no. What I'm saying is that I have. <laughs> Do- yeah. Shout out to Dr. Simon. He's the man. Dr. Simon, dog. Yeah. Amazing. If you don't know about Dr. Simon, guy. you should hit him up. Yeah, Dr. Simon is just a guy who I can hit up and just have a real heart-to-heart, genuine conversation with. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. no bullshit. It also calls me out on bullshit. But, I mean, I-, I have, and I'm sure that you have, friends who, when you're going through shit, you can call and be yeah. like, listen, like, I'm freaking out. I just need some objective um, perspective on this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, objective well, perspective. That's a good name for like a for like a for like a therapy blog. Objective perspective. Yeah, oh, that's or good. like a you journalism blog where you're just literally stating facts with no input. Like, welcome to the objective perspective in today's <laughs> news. <laughs> Everything is fact checked. Everything is verified. No opinion. <laughs> we give zero opinions here. It's, or facts. We just give the facts. <laughs> facts only. Yeah, we're That's gonna start it. with LeBron James stats for last night. Yeah, and that what's that? What do you think of that? What loves what? butt stuff? <laughs> or likes getting peed on? What was it pooped on? That was a really triggering. Wait, party. hold up, hold up. I was wait, hold up. <laughs> How did we just get to what you're just saying? Because that's a f- that was the fact. Wait, what? Wait, I was I was saying something else and not. Paying I'm going to say the name of the football player, and someone's going to call me and say, "Never speak again on a podcast." I want to say Odell Beckham, but that is like three different people that are combined into one person. <laughs> I think it's Odell something. Odell Beckham is a person. I don't think I don't think his last name is Beckham. Odell Beckham is on the New York Giants. He had a crazy catch like two or three years ago. Okay, no, this is a basketball player. I don't know sports. I don't know jack shit. Okay. So I think it was something I I saw it on on like hood clips or hood vids on um, Instagram that this guy like they had like a bunch of girls on it and one girl was like oh yeah like I hooked up with this guy and he likes to get like he likes when you shit on his chest and that's just factual information straight from the source. And oh, so you're talking about <laughs> Trey songs. No, not Trey Songs. It was like some sports dude. Okay. And like some people poop on. That's him. weird. Have, uh, but you know what? We're not gonna. We're not gonna judge. kink shame here. <laughs> this is an open platform. I mean, like to each their own. How do you get into getting like? Why would you want to get? I think shit once you on? open that door, you, it never closes. Like once you do one thing, someone's like, like once you dude. like once you like kill someone, you you need to kill more people. Exactly. Yeah. Ted Bundy style, but with poop on your chest. So. <laughs> <laughs> What happened is one time this girl was like, dude, I'm super into shitting on people's chest. Oh, let a me, girl was into doing let me, other guys? She was like, let me do it let one me, time. Let me be the first to say, probably not the first to say, if I ever took a girl back home and she was like, hey, um, I have something to tell you. Right. I ate a lot of Taco Bell today mm-hmm. for a, a purpose, okay? And that purpose was you. <laughs> and I want like, to... I thought about you with every bite yeah. of that Crunchwrap Supreme yeah. each morning. And listen, I... Um, you know what? I'm just going to do it and see how you react. Do you take girls on dates, Levi? I've taken uh, girls on a few hinge dates. Hinge dates. Yeah. Hinge, like, hinge dates are Damn. fun. You know what they I mean? They are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you go on, like, you, you grab some beers, you talk mm-hmm. talk shit, hang out, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, make out a little bit. You can't bring girls back to your mom's house. No, I have. To your mom's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does Poda feel about that? Um, she's cool. She's always been chill. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I met a girl dope. in, um... Like in law school, who okay. um, I brought, who like in person meeting people in people, like in which is way better meeting people in people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I met, I met a girl um, in law school who, like, I hooked up with her for a while, but we don't, we don't have to get into mm-hmm. that. Uh, fuck it. We're moving on. Yeah. I'm going to ask Levi some questions. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I already asked you the question. If you could relive. Okay, wait. L- let me open the segment. Let me open the okay, segment. So Lauren brought a few questions for me, and she's going to ask them now. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. So I Levi messaged me originally, and he was like, yo, podcast. And I said, sick. What are we going to do? And he said, open platform. And I said, absolutely not. We're going to do this instead. So <laughs> I wanted to come up <laughs> Is with... Is that the... Co- okay. <laughs> Yeah. Something like that. So, so I up? wanted to ask you my it. questions. So we already asked the first one, the best 15 minutes of your life, which really led us down a rabbit hole. But now we're back. My second question, who is your favorite president? And it does not have to be a U.S. president. It can be any human who has ever been a president of anything. Wow. What a question. <laughs> um, can it be a CEO instead? Does it have to be a president of something? Or can it be a CEO? I guess they're president of a company. So, yeah, it could be a CEO. Okay. My ex-stepdad, Mark Rosenblum, um, he was my stepdad when I grew up. Uh, but um, uh, my mom and him got divorced. Him and I... Uh, when, were were, you, when when did Tim come into the picture? Tim came into the picture when I was in ninth grade. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway. The way you talked about Tim, I literally thought he'd been here forever. I mean, that's how it feels. Yeah. True, so, true. Mark Rosenblum is my ex stepdad, but he's Noah and my, my little brothers. He's Noah and Emma's dad. Uh, so he's, are you an, like technically in, with your with technically your parents? Yes. You're an only child. Technically, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, he is currently the CEO of the Perez Art Museum in Miami. So that's so sick. It's awesome. It's awesome. So he, I mean, I love art. Like I could like mm-hmm. uh, I. I in, in college, I took an art class and actually got super into it. I don't remember, but <laughs> there's a Tumblr out there somewhere with one of my art projects, which is like a crazy thing. I, whatever. Anyway. Did you he, have a tagline on your Tumblr, like Tumblr page? No, I, I, I think I made the Tumblr for the mm. art, for, for okay, that okay, one okay, okay, okay. project. Mm-hmm. So why? Wait, <laughs> what, what do you mean? What's, no, what, like, I, had, I had a Tumblr. What, what was your tagline on your Tumblr? You know, and from the movie Beetlejuice, a quote where she says, I myself am strange and unusual. That was my like That's cool. thing. Nice. Because I thought I was like so different than the pack in yeah. like sophomore year of high school, even though I was literally like um, what fish and like you know when the salmon are swimming and it's a like a pack of salmon i like that way that you <laughs> rolled your r's yeah, yeah, right yeah. there today yeah. i was in teacher training i was like my brain is like bzz, 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 and everyone was like is she okay whoa is she a, a, a professional a bee. beatboxer i am a bee it's all it's like a, like a swarm of bees and that's my brain but yeah the whole point is that Tumblr, what were you talking about oh yeah yeah Tumblr the ceo dog, and you like have your your ta- oh and the ceo but Tumblr, you had like your name and then mine was subterranean homesick blues <laughs> nice bob dylan yeah, yeah, hey exactly. it's cool and then my like little bullshit tagline thing was from beetlejuice and i think i peaked because that's a pretty sick tumbler. i don't think so i think you just uh i don't, I don't think you please i don't think we'll you peaked yet but anyway mm-hmm. um mark rosenblum has always been like a cool guy we've always just gotten along and during Art Basel, he, like, hooks me up with awesome free tickets to stuff. And so you just, like, like go to stuff all Yeah, the time? it's great. Tons of, uh, like, this past Art Basel. And I'll, I'll take you next year if, if, if Art Basel actually <laughs> happens. Yeah, it's sick. Have you been You're to... You're like, a virtual one, have you sure. been Have you been to um, Art Miami? Or, like, no. any... Yeah, oh, my God. I don't God. go to Miami unless, like, absolutely necessary. Yeah, well, let me tell you right now. Art Miami is fucking sick. It, you can't do it all in one day. It's unlimited endless art that you can just walk around it's all you can art it's all you can art <laughs> exactly that's so funny um so yeah and, and 
this past year, he there was this awesome event at the Perez Art Museum in Miami, and he got like a bunch of me and my uh, of of my friends and I in. And wow, how about that grammar of that sentence? He got a bunch <laughs> of my friends and I in. Yeah, a bunch of my friends and I in. I yeah, like it. sorry, yeah, the English second language. So he uh, he got me a lot of tickets. I, I took a bunch of my friends, and okay. it was like just the best time. It was the best time. Were your friends into it? And who did you bring? I brought That's not one of my questions, but it's like a side question. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't expect that would be crazy if you had that question. <laughs> Levi, that one time your ex stepdad brought. <laughs> Whoa! How the f- wait a minute? What? Um, I brought um mostly friends from college. Okay. So and you're five top people, or yeah, yeah, would like they a lot of five top people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was also like. Um, open bar, like free, oh, uh, free so open bar. That. So it was great. And then we, everyone understands yeah, that. And we, and we ended up going to like the VIP section where we got like free food and stuff. It was sweet. That's so yeah, just from like a personal standpoint, mm-hmm. my ex stepdad, Mark Rosenblum, the CEO of the Perez Art Museum, favorite president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Amazing. My right. favorite president is Diego Barreto when we were in um, Young Democrats in my junior year of high school because he staged a coup d'etat and took over the <laughs> <laughs> he took over the presidential seat from the founder of the club and I've never seen something That's like that. Hilarious. The overthrow and the anger I saw in this kid's face. I had never experienced anything like that in my life. It was beautiful. That's so funny. I just wanted to play like you know what's that classical music song that plays in the background whenever like shit hits the fan? That was playing in my brain the entire time they were voting and this kid was just like pounding the table it was beautiful Wait, hold on i think i know a classical music song you're talking about hold on i have a playlist of of, of, <laughs> of famous classical music um shout out to my feminine side for making playlists of classical music <laughs> um hold on a second let me find Levi's this feminine side yeah my feminine side is really showing right now um let's see I feel like I can't breathe because the microphone is here. I'm really struggling. You can, br- you can breathe. Do you want to open I a window? Like I'm gonna like ma- no, because I'm going to mouth breathe. and then I'm just making- <sighs> Hold on. Wait. Hold on a second. Is it this? <laughs> hold on. Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm just imagining Diego Barreto. He's like, up there. I'd like, so this song is playing, and in my head, my memory of this is there's this there's a podium, and Diego's walking up slow motion, and we all turn our heads, and he's walking talk louder, to talk the, louder. To leave our Levi, Diego gets to the the podium, and he's pounding his fists on the podium, and he's yelling, and the room is getting chills, and we're firing up, and we're screaming, and people start throwing things, and we are talking about Barack Obama. He is literally the second coming of Christ, and we are getting fucking into it. And the founder of the club is awestruck, and he's angry, and he throws his paper off the desk, and then we go to the vote, and our hands shoot into the air, no. and Diego wins by, like, a single vote. And then the Young Liberals is the, the banners fall from the sky with Diego's face, and it says like you know all that propaganda bullshit from like you know a communist regime and it's just diego's face plastered all over this teacher's portable oh my gosh <laughs> diego took over he, diego took over he staged, he staged the, the, coup. the coup d'etat yeah the coup. and then he literally was he like the the reign of diego bretto and the young democrats and the rest is history and i'm pretty sure the club died when diego graduated because we, really, we did a terrible job he, he ended it <laughs> He ended it. The, the the club ended. He with might him. not have started it, but he ended it. His legacy lived forever because it died with him. 
And then this was then this was heard. And this was playing in the background. <laughs> this is the moment we're voting. It's just in slow motion. People are all raising like their hands. One hand at a time. And the founders, he's pulling his hair out. And his, his supposed to be VP is pissed off. And she's hysterically crying. And the teacher is like, you know the Mr. Krause meme where they're like, his head is spinning. This is it. It's beautiful. Wow. I remember like three things from high school because I smoked <laughs> a lot of weed then. It was Levi in a tracksuit, that memory, and then another thing that I have a question about for you. So I'll wait Let's for hear it. it. Okay. Well, that's later. So I got to go in my order. Okay. Question three. Um, what is your favorite flavor of high noon and why is it peach? I've never drank in high noon. What? I've never drank high noon. Levi. Yeah. It's literally like a white claw, but... Ooh, speaking of white claw, I'm taking another <laughs> sip. Mm. It's so much better. And the peach one tastes like peach drinks. It's the greatest you've ever had in your life. But question four. Why did you throw a weird rager on 11-11-11 and name it after the famous teen party movie, Project X? I didn't name it after the name. Yeah, you no, did. It was like named Project Y or something like that. No, Levi, that, I no. swear. Project, Project, y, Project U. Was it Project was, U? No, 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 no. Project U was the university school homecoming party uh, in 2012 that Grant Myers threw. Project Who is Grant Myers? The homie. Grant Grant Myers, who you don't know. Okay. Um... The shout out to Grant Myers. Oh, I spilled on myself too. Oh my gosh, are you serious? She just spilled <laughs> all over my room. This is such Welcome to Grant Radio ASMR. Let, let's, 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 let's whisper for the rest of this. <laughs> so I threw. I can't do it, Levi. It's terrifying because I hear you, I see you, but I only hear you in like the headphones. It feels like you're everywhere and whispering. I threw a party at 11 11. Alfredo turned all of the Mm-hmm. I also did a backflip. Mm-hmm. That party was really, really fun. I remember I kicked uh, Adriana's boyfriend in the balls. <laughs> and, like, was it? Was it wasn't it? at the party. Was it Andrew Alvarez? It, yeah. Uh, I, is that, uh, I don't know what his last name is. Is he tall and has uh, black oh, hair? Yeah, that's Andrew. Okay, yeah. I kicked him in the balls that day. <laughs> but it, it, like, it wasn't on purpose. Was he mad at you? No, but like, I didn't mean to kick him in the balls. But I met Were you him. friends before that? You we, I think we same day of the party mm-hmm. and um like i had the ball or maybe he had the ball and we were running at each other and i like i remember this actually because i heard it from the other side i heard leave i kicked andrew on the balls today yeah i kicked, I kicked him in the ball so hard that everyone heard his <laughs> balls explode <laughs> okay for this next question instead of whisper wait hold on before we do the next question i have to pee okay you go all right so we took a little break and now we're back um we we're just talking about how Certain people are uh, like you want to you want to spend time with people who contribute to your life, um, but I haven't asked this question yet because I, w- I was just I wanted to turn this back on before I asked it. Mm-hmm. But people who contribute to your life, I mean, a a lot of people contribute to your life without meaning to contribute, and those people are not necessarily like giving things to you. They're not providing things to you, but. They're just like making you happier, mm-hmm. which is contributing well, is to your happiness. Something. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> like they're not act. They're not like giving you gifts, mm-hmm. but well, I guess they are. They're giving you the gift. Maybe of Maybe not a tangible just, gift. Ex- thank you. Yeah, thank gotcha. you for guiding me on this. <laughs> um, they're not like giving you a tangible gift, but they're giving you 
something that is better than a tangible gift. They're giving you peace of mind. They're giving you happiness. And yeah. so Lauren just told me the story about her. What was it? Your new yoga teacher? Sorry. So my friend at yoga teacher training. Her okay. Name is Nikki. Okay. Yeah. Your her <laughs> friend at yoga teacher training. Her name is Nikki. They don't have a lot in common, but they bonded over um, essential oils. And then after she sent Lauren a really nice text saying, "Hey, thanks." And it's little things like that in life that just bring a smile to your face, make you happy, that are absolutely priceless. Yeah. I mean, like she's someone she's someone who I recently like I've known her maybe two months and she's contributed more to my life than people I've known my entire lifetime, you know, because she's when people are engaging and people are interested in who you are and they're supportive. It's just it's the, I, that's why I always hate people who say like, oh, you know, you don't really know someone unless you've known them for a long time because Not Nikki true. knows me. Nikki knows me more than. Some of my friends who I've known like most of my lifetime, you know what I mean? Like, so I, th I think that having people around like that, like for example, Jude, Jude is like the perfect example of somebody that I will literally keep in my life forever. Jude is my friend. I've known her since my junior year of high school, about the same time I met you. Yeah. Like nine or 10 years. And Jude is just like, Jude and I really, we have stuff in common, but like our fundamental things we like, like to do, or, you know, like. We had like different upbringings, like a lot of stuff that we had is like not, we didn't follow like the same straight and narrow path the whole way. But if I call Jude and I'm like, Jude, I'm going to start pickling onions for a living and I'm going to be the best damn pickle, on like onion pickler in the Tri-County area. She'd be like, you know what, Lauren? That's beautiful. But she won't even say that. The next day she'll be like, so are you using red wine vinegar or <laughs> apple cider vinegar? Like <laughs> how much sugar are you putting in? I just started pickling onions for fun. Like, on Oh, the so this is a true this story. Fun. No, I mean like I don't want to actually pickle onions for like for a living for a living but like if i if i called you and i'm like listen i just love pickling onions more than anything in the world when you see those onions turn to pink there's like it's beautiful uh -huh. not only would you be like that's amazing lauren i support you the next day she'd be like oh hey i, I saw this mason jar at tj maxx it would look so cute in your presentation for your instagram like how is like what what vinegar are you using like how do your parents feel about that and that is the kind of person you have around it really is someone yeah. someone who supports you like but they uh, don't, they're not it, saying they support be, you. They're actively supporting yes, you. Yes. It's almost kind of like being present. Shout out to Jude. You're like the best human being in the entire yes, world. Yes. Big shout so out much. to Jude. Love you. <laughs> You're awesome. Um, yeah, and that's sort of like being present where they're not trying to support you. They mm -hmm. just are supporting you. Yeah. It's just something that they do and they don't even think like, oh, she would love it if I said this, but I'm just going to do this because I love my friend mm -hmm. and I well, want- She is being present in our friendship. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Like she's not thinking about like, oh, I have to get this shit done today while I'm talking. She's being like, oh shit, like, I wonder if Lauren, if she did this while she was pickling, maybe if she used like, like if she put dill in in the in the uh -huh. mixture, like how it, you know what I mean? Okay, That's wait, so like hold on. <laughs> um, so are you pickling onions? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's really fun and super simple. Okay, tell me, how okay, do you so how do you pickle an onion? So you cut up a red onion into like it depends on the slice that you want. I like thin slices because I put them on sandwiches or like euros stuff like that. Um, I honestly put them on everything. So you cut up an onion super thin and then in a jar you combine two thirds cup of red wine vinegar or any vinegar you want. I like red wine. It's like not too aggressive. I don't recommend white vinegar. Super harsh. With a teaspoon of salt and a teaspoon of sugar, right? You just swirl that thing up. If you want to add like cayenne pepper, dill, garlic, like you can add anything you want in there, okay? And it just changes the flavor. I like it OG, super easy, bl like plain, just like pickled. How many times have you done it? Like seven. 
Wow, wait, over the course of how long? <laughs> a couple of weeks. A couple, oh, a couple, yeah. also like two weeks. This is like the first time I'm really talking about pickling onions. Like, I'm very passionate about it, but like, not embarrassed, but like a little bit nervous. Why would you be embarrassed? Because this is cool. I just don't hey, know enough. This is a hobby, <laughs> and pe- a lot of people yeah. don't have any hobbies. You know? I, have, I have too many hobbies. You're, you're I have part, a you, you are participating in my hobby right now. Yeah. You know? And I want to get into pickling onions because <laughs> I only have the best experiences with pickled onions. I've put You pi- should. They're I've, always amazing. They're always time fantastic. Time and time again. Yes. I've put pickled pickled onions on avocado toast yeah. with like eggs oh Lord, amazing you can put literally they are so versatile and people don't understand that about pickled onions yeah you could put them on anything sandwich ice cream a sub ice cream Cookies. no not ice cream <laughs> coffee uh shish kebabs <laughs> other foods jello and you can use them as a uh, face lotion it's an aphrodisiac <laughs> yeah everything it does everything they cure cancer it's they're all actually they say pickling is really good for you and your immune system so like it's I'm not rub, saying, it, rub pickled onions all over your face <laughs> i'm just saying if you bathe in pickled onion solution you will solve everything if you're paralyzed rub it on your lower back rub it on your lower back that shit back you'll be standing up <laughs> but it's really weird because when you're are prepping you, are you blind Put, shove pick- a pickled onion in your eye it'll make you be able to feel the pain it'll make you more blind because it hurts but it'll make you feel something it, you'll be able to see it cures <laughs> have it. no feelings dump pickled onions into all your orifices and it'll burn like a bitch but it'll make you feel put grab a glass of water and put pickled <laughs> onions in the water and it turns into wine yeah it's a thing <laughs> do it go home and do that right now yeah. we're gonna have Oh, Levi, let's do pickled onion party. No, pickled Levi. Pickled onion party. <laughs> pickled onion party. Um, I'm down. Hit me with the beatbox and I'll freestyle. I can't. Okay. I don't know how. Do you want me to hit you with a beatbox and yeah. you freestyle? Yeah. Um, podcasting with Levi. Now I want to get fried <laughs> like an egg. Now I'm going to peg my boyfriend. Just kidding. Cole I, lo- <laughs> Cole, I love you. And I know you love me too. And it's okay hanging out with Levi the Jew. Levi, it's getting racist. <laughs> you brought it to a whole new place. You're going to peg I your really, boyfriend? I would never. I, he's amazing. I think we just saw a window into Lauren's relationship. Absolutely not. But what rhymes with egg besides a peg? Um, what rhymes with egg? Um, peg. Leg. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chegg, which is like the studying website. Oh, God bless Chegg. What a beautiful, beautiful thing. That, imagine imagine college without Chegg. For $15 a month, you're guaranteed straight A's. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. True. Wow. Can we go back to whispering? That was really no, fun. Only if I can keep asking. Okay, I'm going to ask you my questions again. Okay, ask. Wait. Okay, but no, for this one. It has to be no whispering. For this question, no. no I want you to I'm sing this answer. one. I want you to sing your response. Okay, okay, sing it. Okay, okay, fine. Then I won't whisper the singer. I like this question. So my next question for you is why is Poda so cool? We need to know. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, take a look at that picture. That is my That's mom. That's your mom? That's my mom and my dad. Here, I'm going to bring the picture over here. Yeah. So. I'm so ready. So this picture, and I'll put, the, I'll put this on Twitter, is 
my mom and my dad in Alaska with a cat with with a cat who's and the cat's name is Tamagama Nishai. They are. <laughs> I think that picture was taken in nineteen ninety two, maybe ninety three. They were uh, right now. I'm twenty five. Excuse me. You're twenty five as 25. well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. They, I believe, were like twenty three or twenty four. So they're younger than us. Your in dad that picture. looks like Bob Dylan. My dad's the man. Yeah, and um that's them in alaska they traveled to Al- they drove to alaska in an orange vw van <laughs> they and, look like and they, they and they VW and van. that that orange vw van broke down when they drove back it broke down in california and they just left it they said fuck it they said this fuck it this isn't ours anymore yeah they it's just not said a fuck part it. of the journey and they left it yeah they, they Wait, left it but they bounced just as, for everyone out there poda is wearing a bleached jean jacket like she's wearing some stuff right now that is so trendy that the girls would literally be spending hundreds of dollars for this jacket. Your mom was rocking it. She probably bleached it herself. She's so cool. Yeah, she's really cool. This picture answers the question. Yeah. Well, there's more to the answer. <laughs> yeah, so right. if you go, b- before you leave, I'll show it to you and I'll p- also put it on Twitter. Um, in the living room, there's a big, big uh, framed thing with about 80 ticket stubs. For, ranging from the late 70s to maybe like the early 2000s half of them are grateful dead and Shut up. yeah it's sick and back in the day you didn't just print out your tickets they would mail you the ticket and it would be like a piece of art like this ticket would have a shiny skeleton on it that represented the dead and with bears and all this stuff. i'll show it to you before yeah, you I leave see. yeah it's sick and i mean i mean she introduced me to the dead and uh i mean she made you who you are oh totally yeah i'm i'm a mama's boy oh. like i guess my femi- like, <laughs> feminine like my fem energy, my baby. feminine energy <laughs> is because i was basically raised my basically i was full-on raised by my mom mm-hmm. yeah and like she um she like she always emphasized in my life to like be a really really good boyfriend you know like she always like really really emphasized that and that's she so nice right so like until like treat women with respect yeah like i guess that's a better way of saying yeah like treat women with respect and like i've always kind of just like embodied that you know Mm -hmm. um so that's my mom like she's just fucking dope and And that's why she's she's really really yeah she's really really cool she's also a hard ass she doesn't take shit from anyone got um i like that about her that masculine energy from poda dang man i want to hang out with your mom yeah, she's dope. <laughs> All right, the next question. Sure. And this one is um this is one this is a debate I have with my friends frequently. Uh, there's a couple of debates in here that I have with my friends. Okay. So, do you prefer pooping with a squatty potty or are you insane? What's a squatty potty? Levi. I guess I'm insane. Levi, a squatty potty is the thing you put around your toilet that elevates your feet. So you're pooping in that natural position of like tucked knees ass to floor there's nothing natural about some piece of plastic the only way to naturally oh no no don't but levi me (laughs) if you want to talk about pooping naturally you go outside okay it mimics i levi as a woman mimics it mimics mimics. you mean the government is making plastic products yeah this is a fuck you're really showing your (laughs) i don't even know what side you're showing right now i I, that i hate the environment because it's single it's not single use wow use it repeatedly but if you don't using single use if you don't take shits outside and use leaves as your toilet paper then you don't care about the environment levi if i tell you how many times i shit outside it's like not a normal number 
how many, it's a lot. How many times it's is it? More than I could ever how, Okay, count. how many times is it? Give me like at a range. Least, at least 300. Not enough. <laughs> Not Every even close to enough. you ever have from now on. There's something. So there's like when you, because I want to hike the Appalachian Trail. In I've heard. Entirety. Yeah. Right. So as I'm doing research, like you learn more about like how you're going to live your life. Right. And part of that is pooping outside. There's a specific shovel that you use to dig a hole. So yeah. When you shit. It's called your hand. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> buying things from no, the man? The man. People use their shoe too. There's like plenty. Of, there's actually shoes. Shoes. Who needs fucking shoes? Who wears shoes nowadays? Shoes are a social construct. The it's only shoe that you ever need are Chacos and Birkenstocks. We are all Birkenstocks. We are all going to walk around with nothing on except for Birkenstocks. It is going to be the Graham movement. Full nudity with Jesus sandals on your feet. And the right. world will know. And we will make history. It's a Graham radio movement. Meet uh, me in the Graham woods. Radio. We are going to meet in the local woods, which I guess the closest woods we have is the Everglades. Meet me in the Everglades. Meet me in the front of Big Cypress National Park on Tuesday, September 29th. 29th at 8 p.m. We are going to strip entirely naked, put on our Birkenstocks, and howl at the moon. Make sure that you have to poop. You have to be able to shit immediately. Yeah, and if you show up with clothes, then we're going to make fun of you for uh, for being a part of the man. Yeah, Taco Bell will be provided if necessary. But that Ta- Taco, a, a Bell okay. Taco Bell is okay. Taco Bell is okay. Taco Bell is okay. Yeah, you can Don't also u- you can also Uber Wendy's. eats you can also Uber <laughs> eats Outback Steakhouse. Chipotle is not welcome here. No, no Chipotle. No Chipotle. Yeah. Too clean. We want dirty, we want grunge. Mm-hmm. We want white men with uh, dreadlocks. Just kidding, we don't want We them. want <laughs> white women that's with cool. dreadlocks. We want white women with dreadlocks. And that's it. And a and a tattoo of a sun over their belly button. If that is you, come on through. If that's you, shoot Graham Radio an email at or Graham Radio at gmail.com. Um, come on the pod. I yep. want to hear about your crystals. Yep. I want to hear about your, your essential oils. I want to hear about your essential oils. Your Palo Santo. I want to hear about um your smudging. I want to hear about presentness. <laughs> I want to hear about Therapeutic screaming. There's a song by Therapeutic Screaming? <laughs> yeah. It's where you like go outside and just fucking screech at the top of your lungs. It's really fun. Wow. There's a song by um I don't know if it's a band or what, but they're called Rising Appalachia and the song is called Resilient. And they talk about the one of the lines is basically like, We've been quiet, like now we're gonna make a mighty roar and they're all like, Oh, and it's my favorite part of the song and I always like make little howling noises. Can you find and, it and then yeah, like put it on here? Yeah, it's literally the greatest. <laughs> Rising Appalachia. Let's see. It's like in the middle of the song. Such a good song. Oh man, you gotta get into the Aver Brothers. I listen to them. Yeah. Hold on. There it is. I want you to visualize me in my car going, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> And that is what I picture this woman with the sun tattoo and dreadlocks doing in your room right now. There's a song by the Grateful Dead called Little Red Rooster where mm-hmm. in one part um, that happens and the whole crowd goes like, ow. That's amazing. Yeah, it's sick. I want to be there for it. Oh okay. my gosh. Next time so, the dead, next time the dead comes to town, we're, down. we're going. Yeah. I saw John Mayer when I went to Music Midtown in like Sick. 2014. Oh, that's a good time to see John right. Mayer. That that's uh that's when he dropped Paradise Valley. 
Yes. And he just like ripped it on the guitar for 20 minutes straight. Yep. yep. Sounds about right. I think that's right. my 15 minutes, honestly. I had never. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Because I was just. I can imagine. I had really not eaten that day or drank any water. I think I ate an edible or something. I just remember staring at the stage and just totally being like awestruck by this human being. Like yeah. so insane. Yeah. Doesn't hurt that he's insanely hot, too. Amazing. You know what? He's a he's a beautiful man. He is a beautiful yeah. man, inside and out. He's awesome. He, it's just yeah. He's something special. <laughs> he's just you know I didn't spirit. really know about John Mayer that much until mm-hmm. I saw Dead and Company in twenty fifteen or, or for maybe yeah twenty fifteen. Uh-huh. I had never gotten into John Mayer. I had obviously heard of John Mayer, but my buddy Jared Bambus um, bought me pit tickets to see Dead and Company in in Atlanta. What a good friend. The man. He also paid for the Airbnb. He was telling me, Levi, come, 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 come. And I'm like, no, I have a test. And he's like, I don't care. You're fucking sliding. Are you so, so glad that you didn't give a shit about your test? Um, I, I did. I still did well in the test. Of course. Shout out to Chegg. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you see that? Um, that thing right there? Mm-hmm. Okay, that is... Um, so the last official Grateful Dead show ever was in uh, 2015 in July and it was at Soldier Field Okay, and it was like a three day event in Chicago. Okay, set the scene for us. So, it's, um, I mean, there's not really much of a scene to set here. Honestly, I hate to pull the air out of your thing but like, what I'm saying here is like, (laughs) it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah. He bought that at You're in the pit? No, no, no. I didn't go to that. I didn't uh, go. To that. I, I didn't. That was oh, a whole I different thing. That's where you went. Like, no, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, let me like, let me backtrack here. Lead, I'm gonna backtrack here a little bit. Okay. So, first of all, this is before Dead and Company. Okay. Dead and Company is John Mayer mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. three out of the four remaining members of the Dead, which includes there's still three members who are alive. There's four members who are alive. Phil, okay, Phil Lesh, who was the bassist, Bob Weir, who was rhythm guitar, Bill and Mickey, who are both drums. Mm-hmm. All four of them are alive. Phil is not in Dead and Company. Why? Um, I think it has to do with like Capitol Records or something. I don't exactly know. I think it also has something to do with how they wanted to play, but I, I don't exactly know. But I mean, in in place of Phil Lesh is this guy Otil Burbridge, who okay. played with Allman Brothers forever and no is way. a savage. Yeah, dude. I actually recently learned some Allman Brothers on guitar recently, which is really a good time. Yeah. Wait, can we do um, guitar lessons? Yeah, we can do one right after this. Sick. Yeah. Um. So. Um, de- okay, yeah. So before Dead and Company was even a thing, mm-hmm. there was the last official Grateful Dead show, mm-hmm. and that happened in July of 2015. Mm-hmm. And um, Trey Anastasio, who is the lead guitarist and singer for Fish, that's Fish like P H I S. Have you heard of Fish? Do you know Fish? Yeah, of course. They're like a they're like a jam band. Yeah, they are so. Just crunchy, man. Like, <laughs> if you want to know about fish, man, then you got to you gotta talk about the late 90s. 98 Trey, man. Wheat Tweezer. New Year's Eve, 98. That's some good shit, man. <laughs> anyway. My friend Jackie loves fish. That's what Oh, my God. Can you, can she, can we meet? Can <laughs> yeah. we be best friends? She just moved to Colorado very recently. Oh, my but God. She's her. awesome. She's so dope. Jackie's the best. Big fan. Of, shout out to Jackie. Shout out to Jackie. I want to talk to you about how awesome uh, Fish is. Yeah. Yeah. And her her boyfriend also loves Fish. Oh, okay. I want to have a, I want to have a phone call with you and your boyfriend and talk about Fish 
and just how awesome Paige is. Yeah. Yeah. Come on the pod. Let's zoom. Come on the pod. That's a couple who listens to fish. Okay. Like not well, just one person, like two whole people who yeah. collectively oh, listen that's to That's awesome. Fish. We should have a zoom call and fucking record it for the podcast right, and talk it. about fish. Down. Yeah. Jackie's the coolest. We'll get her on here. Lit. Shout out shout out to yeah. Jackie. So anyway, you have some questions for me. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna get right into them and I want you to hit them first thought. First thought that comes to mind. Hit him, all sure. right? Like, sure. no thinking, right. just answering. Which Kardashian do you find the most relatable and why? Kim, because I'm a gigantic Kanye West fan and so is she. Mm, I love that. Okay. If you could be insanely good at one thing, what would it be? Question clause. It can't be a productive thing. I put, i.e., snapping your fingers or river dancing as, like, some examples. Playing guitar. That's too productive. Playing guitar is, okay, okay. You um, can't make a career. Like, mine is being able to copy someone else's voice, like, perfectly. Like, I could talk just like you at this exact moment. Okay. Um, playing chess. Ag- semi-productive, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> okay. This is my favorite one. Re- reading fast. Or, okay, Re- I guess that's really productive. No, but not really, because, like, what are you using reading fast for? You know what I mean? Like Re- Covering multiple subjects and reading multiple books. I guess that's productive, oh my gosh. but, like, not really. My leg. <laughs> I'd be good at curing legs. Oh my gosh. Curing legs, just curing all yeah, of them. Yeah, just generally curing people's and right legs. And by curing, I mean like the act of, I'm pretty sure curing meat is when you like dry it and smoke <laughs> it. <a specific. laughs> all right, next, next, so next. So curing next, people's next. legs. Okay. It's post-apocalyptic America. The sky, the sky is gray and nuclear warfare has depleted all natural resources. So food and water can only be scavenged from previously manufactured products. All weapons exist and are readily available except for guns. What is your survival plan and weapon of choice? Um... Okay, weapon of choice is going to be grenade launcher for sure. Is that technically? That's kind of a gun. I'm not giving it to you. Wait, did you not? Did you say no I guns? I said except for guns. Oh, except for guns? Mm-hmm. Oh. We're oh, talking oh. like hand to hand combat, basically. Oh, okay. Then, like medieval times almost. Okay, I would want to wear, I would want a uh, Hattori Hanzo sword from Kill Bill. Amazing. And um, And what was the other question? and your like what's your general survival plan like you have to get you can't naturally forage for food because it doesn't exist anymore okay i would travel to japan and mm-hmm. uh train under the cruel tutelage of pai may for about six months and then i would uh come back to america and i would sword fight everyone who tried to fuck with me okay amazing i would personally get really into archery right before the apocalypse hit and then i would just silently murk people from trees and steal nice. their resources nice which is maybe really aggressive but Tough times, you know? Yeah. Okay. What did you eat for lunch today? I didn't have lunch. I haven't eaten today. You haven't eaten today, Levi? I had a smoothie. That is not food. I'm really hungry right now. Okay. I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) What is the greatest music album of all time? Oh, my God. Give me a fucking... Don't ask that that question. (laughs) Hold on. Look at me. Okay. Um, Because there's too many. Like... Can I name a bunch of them real no. quick? You're going to die with this album. It's the last album you'll ever listen to for your entire life. Mine is Avenged Sevenfold by Avenged Sevenfold. This is an unanswerable question. It's not. No, it is. Give me, okay, give me different parameters. Okay, is, okay, hold up. Is this the question you're asking? Levi, what is your one um, island, like, like you're being stranded no. on desert island music? or no. Like an uh, album? No. No? It's the greatest album of all time. No, I refuse to answer. You refuse? I'm refusing to answer. All right, deal. 
Why should people do yoga? Presentness. Mm. Are fanny packs cool? That's a loaded. That's a loaded question. Depends on what you're doing. No. Um. <laughs> are fanny packs cool? Oh my gosh, my leg. Ow. Ah, uh, I'm having some serious joint problems. Where? Point to it. Up here. Hmm. That's not really gonna help that. I don't think. That's for your quad. You're a quad. <laughs> Because right. you're sitting weird. Try like try standing. Just lift up the mic. You know, like a standing desk. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? Okay. Yeah. All right. What was the question? Are fanny packs cool? Yes. Okay. What do you want to name your firstborn child? Jerry. Are you pregnant? Are you calling me fat? <laughs> <laughs> If you had to challenge a single animal in a fight to the death, where where you're guaranteed to lose, which animal would you pick? A lion, of course. But why? Because I'm guaranteed to lose. But you're guaranteed to lose anyway, so why don't you want to lose to something else? I picked the box jellyfish, because what a way to go. What a way to go uh, for the lion. But you're going to be, like, ripped to shreds. A box jellyfish is, like, four minutes flat. Yeah, but people will forever say that Levi fought a lion. Levi fought a lion? Why not a dragon? Uh, well, come on. You got to <laughs> say that not re- animals that aren't real. I said animal. You could be punctured by a unicorn Yo, horn. okay. Dragons. Komodo dragons. I saw the craziest oh, fucking yo, video. No, Wait, hold a on a second. Way to die. Hold on a second. <laughs> I saw a video of a Komodo dragon. Um, It was like gnawing at this deer. And it was like, hang, 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 hang. like trying to get like to the deer's stomach. Mm-hmm. You, okay. You ready, you follow for, the Instagram you ready for this? Nature Nature's is metal. metal. Yeah. Yep. So this Komodo dragon is gnawing at this deer's stomach, mm-hmm. right? rips open its stomach the deer is fully pregnant with a baby uh-uh. thing eats the fucking baby and eats the deer was the baby like a fully grown it was like about to give birth no yeah it was savage will you send me that i would have to find it <laughs> okay. but if I, you know what if i do find it which i really want to fucking find that video i'll send that to you deal okay why are you the way that you are um upbringing and what I care about and love. Hmm. How many times do you think you blink in a day? Um, I try not to think about it. Hmm. Fair. What is your first memory of our friendship? You sitting near me in um, Miss in, in math class. Miss Heron's class? Yeah. yeah. She did not like us. She didn't like me. She did not like you. Yeah. At all. Whatever. <laughs> and my last question... When you're famous, who will you forget about first? Um, I don't know. I don't really like that question. Why? I would forget about my shitty cousins who I never talked to. Can we change that question for Fine. who's going to be like in your aunt, like in the entourage? All right. So Levi, you just became uh, Graham. Radio takes off, and the podcast is happening. You're picking your you're picking your your new assistant who will probably be from your friends. That's what every famous person does. A new assistant? No, I would never choose one of my friends to be my assistant. That'd be okay, crazy. so you're picking you're picking your groupies. You're picking your rookies. entourage. Your entourage. Sure. Who is it? Jerry, Sean, Jared. Give us a, a little bit of reasons why. Like why are these why are these like the like my friends? Okay, but like are they going to be a part of like the pack? Like what are they going to do? Are they just going to be like the roadies who hang out, or are they going to be like? I mean, I mean, I don't know, because like I just have so many people who I would want to bring for different reasons. Mm. Like I would want to bring different people, different places for different mm. reasons. You know, like if I were going to like one day when I go back to Israel, I want to bring 
Um, I want to bring Jerry because he's always like, like I've been telling him like how how much he would Jerry love who? Israel. Jerry Sanchez. Mm. And I would also want to bring Logan because I went to the birthright with him. Logan who? Logan Rittenberg. Mm. Um, but if like if one day I ever go to like, um, like Thailand or something, mm-hmm. I would want to bring Hernan because I just feel like Hernan Hernan Bader because I just feel like her like me and Hernan would just like do so well in Thailand together. Mm. And like mm-hmm. if I ever go to like Germany or something, okay. then I would want to bring Sean just because I feel like Sean and I would travel. So I mean, we do travel well together. Have you traveled together? Yeah. Me and him traveled to, um, well, actually, so Jared Trinkler graduated from Carnegie Mellon um, in, in Pittsburgh uh, maybe Damn. like six or seven months ago. You have smart friends, Levi. And, like uh, insanely yeah. intelligent friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I feel blessed to know everyone mm-hmm. that I know. So I, uh, so Jared graduated from Carnegie Mellon, like grad school, and, Jer- and Jared and I were texting like maybe mm-hmm. two months prior, and he was telling, he was saying, Levi, come visit me, and I'm like, listen, man, uh, I'm down. And I, th- uh, I think, did I, oh no, that was with Blake. I, I, one of my favorite podcasts is Kill Tony and it's, this po- it's like a live podcast that travels and they were going to Pittsburgh the weekend that he was graduating. So I'm mm-hmm. like, Jared, I'm coming. Yeah. What I didn't tell Jared is that I also invited Sean. So mm-hmm. I took Are they Sh- friends? Sean, me, Sean and Jared are the three musketeers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I brought Sean with me and surprised Jared with yeah. Sean and we had the best weekend. It was That's so cute. fun. It was so fun. Yeah. So was that the last question? Yeah, we did it. All right, high five. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wow, we went for an hour, almost an hour 30. Nice. Great job. Yay. Um, so, all right, everyone. Uh, Lauren, um, final thoughts, Do anything to promote, any, anyone you want to like shout out, any plugs? Um, if you want to do yoga, text me. I'll probably be teaching soon. What's your number? 954-554, and that's all you get. I don't want people to <laughs> right. reach out to me on social media if, platforms. Yeah. It's my Instagram name is super creative, Lauren underscore Weiss. And I'm going to teach private yoga classes literally for free in like the next couple months because I need to learn how to teach yoga. So in like one month, you'll get free yoga in two months. It'll be expensive. So hit me up. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you heard it. You heard it here. Um, all right. So thank you so much for listening. Lauren, love you. This was love a great you. time. I had the best time. Bye, Bye everyone.